Welcome to a Just Makes Sense Chit Chat. A second podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated former lovers that covers all the reasons Jeff's still single and gay. Hey. And why Sam loves all things Bravo, gay men, and fitness. I'm Jeff Seifer. And I'm Sam Smith. And this week on Chit Chat, we're covering a whole slew of different topics from Bright Line Eating to the Voyeurs. To the Emmys. To Nicki Minaj's cousin swollen balls. <laughs> We're going to cover it all. Okay. I have so much shit to talk about this week. So, you know how I love me a good gimmicky diet? Yes. And. If it says it's going to make me skinny, I'm I'll give it a shot. It. I've done keto, Atkins. I mean, I'm always a Weight girl www.salmonthebuff. Always. www.salmonthebuff. Everything. However. So I've been intrigued because all over the TikTok, <laughs> all over the TikTok, there's been so many people like tagging and talking about Brightline eating. Okay. So I was like, do I need to do this? Because I love Weight Watchers, but I feel like I've been doing it for three years and I need a new You're thing. You're bored. Mm-hmm. Need a new gimmick. This shit was the most wild thing I've ever read. This woman's crazy. The woman who wrote Brightline Eating is does fucking with, insane. Does it have to do with cocaine? No. Oh. Kind of. She talks about how sugar is addictive as cocaine. Oh. See, that makes sense to me. Bright lines. Cocaine. So it's a lot. Of, oh. That's not why she calls it that. But okay. <laughs> um, it's like, it's supposed to be for people who suffer from overeating and who feel out of control around food. So the woman who mm. developed it was in like Overeat is Anonymous for like 12, like 20 years. And then she finally decided to create this program called Brightline Eating. Okay. But like throughout the entire book, every chapter ends with nothing tastes as good as being skinny and free feels. If that ain't the words for an eating disorder right there. Seriously, you are like you're you're that's like a mantra. That you're that's what get, I mean. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, OK, here are there's the full bright line eating plan. It has four bright lines, which are your non-negotiables. OK, OK. So these are lines you do not cross because when you do, you fall into a slippery slope of overeating and losing control. These are the four non-negotiable bright lines. No flour ever. No sugar ever. Jesus Christ. No eating between any meals. You can only have three meals a day. No snacking, no grazing, no eating in between. Done. I can't do it. Eat a specific amount of pre-selected food. I am a snacker. You can have, so like they say no flour, but you can have like rice, you can have quinoa, you can have like potatoes and sweet potatoes, but like in certain amounts. So like, at least on like Weight Watchers, you like your fruits and vegetables are zero points. You get as much as you want. But here she makes you measure everything. So like three ounces of fruit, six ounces of vegetables, like one ounce of grain a day. And she brings her scale even with her to restaurants. Who in their right mind wants to do this diet? That's what I'm saying. Like you, even me reading it, I'm like this is insane and unhealthy. You would have to be like some kind of, A, you would have to be probably some sign of OCD or right. like militant, like military. Like who wants to stick to that regiment? Like that's crazy. And like you obviously can't have any alcohol or anything like that. So she even put in the book like, I, what do people, like people ask me all the time, what can you have as a beverage? Water. You can have water. That's what I drink, water. And when I go to parties, I have sparkling water. It's like, bitch, you're not a savior because you don't drink coffee either. Yeah, like, that's stupid. I can't. She doesn't drink. Who I, is this bitch? I forget her name, but um, let me look it up. But she doesn't even do like. No calorie drinks. You can't have any artificial sweetener either. Okay. So, this like, is just not, not real. 
<laughs> That's why I'm like, I don't understand. Uh, by Susan Pierce Thompson, PhD. Okay, because you should be able to drink black coffee, black uh, tea. Like, none of that is bad for you. This chick is she's nuts. She's crazy. So I just she thought sounds was, like a cult leader. I, that's what I'm saying. I thought it sounded like crazy, and so I knew I had to talk about it with you. Mm, don't right. do it, because if you do, I will. Like, I don't drink any alcohol, so we have to have food I left. Th- oh my god, I forgot. I have a surprise for you after this. Oh yeah, love surprises. All right, so tell me more about this Nicki Minaj cousin swollen balls. Have you heard anything about it? No. Something with Seriously? COVID, right? Something with COVID? Oh, my God. I didn't this re- is no. so, so <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. So I saw the tweet last week. Okay. Nicki Minaj tweeted that she's not getting the vaccine because her cousin's friend, <laughs> or her friend's cousin, I can't remember how it goes, con- friend's cousin, yeah, that's how it is, in Trinidad, got the vaccine, and his balls swelled up. And became infer or impotent, and his fiance called off the wedding because he but- got the vaccine. <laughs> he said, "She said that, that was a side effect." Wait, what? But didn't Went like out? the general counsel come out and say, like, yeah, like two the day after she tweeted that, the health minister of Trinidad came out with the prime minister. I think it was. <laughs> there was a whole fucking panel, and he was like, "We have." researched into this and there are no cases of testicular swelling <laughs> due to due to the covid vaccine and i was dying it was so funny so i saw the tweet and then the next day i saw the story on cbs good morning yeah with gail king yeah. mm, love gail love gail and their new host nate burleson mm, big fan of his too he's laughing he's laughing his ass off <laughs> and then the um reporter was i can't remember his name Anyways, he's she's he was like, bro, you got an STD. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole panel is laughing. It was really funny. It's fucking ridiculous. Then I would say I want proof. Show me photos. Then she was invited to the White House to talk about it. And at first she's like, I'm not gonna go. But she is ended up, she is gonna go now, I guess. Oh really? Yeah. But they were like concerned because she has like Six million followers yeah. or whatever it so, is. So, like, don't spread that misinformation, misinformation like that about swollen balls. That's hilarious. Isn't it wild? But it just goes also to show the power of social media again. Once again. Seriously. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on. Maybe So, maybe I, I wasn't going to talk about this one thing, but maybe I will because I want to know your insights on this. It's called Two Beers and a Puppy. Are you intrigued by that? Mm, I like beers. I don't drink them anymore. And unless they're not alcoholic, less than 0.05. <laughs> okay. And I love puppies. So, so yeah, let me have it. It comes from like a book. It's called Two Beers and a Puppy. And apparently it's a helpful test to determine how you feel about someone. Interesting. So it, it was developed by a guy who works on Esquire um, on, the Ameri- on a story called The American Son of a Bitch. I don't know. The test is, in order to find out how you actually feel about someone, ask yourself, would, you, would I have two beers with this person? And then, would I allow this person to look after my puppy for over a weekend? Oh. Some people are a no and a no. These people are to be avoided at all costs. Some people are a yes and a no. So you'd have a beer with them, but you wouldn't leave your puppy with them. These people are to be cautiously trusted. Some people are no and a yes. These people are no fun, but they make the world a better place. 
Some people are yes and yes. These people are wonderful people and your life and work are better for having them in your life. Seek them out, collaborate with them, enjoy their company. Well, guess what? I've been watching dogs left and right this summer. That's what I'm saying. You are a yes and a yes. (laughs) Well, now you're a no and a yes. No fun, but make up a difference in this world. bitch. (laughs) Do you hear how she slanders my recovery? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm a no yes as well. (laughs) I'm not sure. I think actually people would say a no, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of them would say yes i would say i would say they would uh, they'd be more apt to be like yes no than no yeah. yes yeah i think people don't ask me to do things because they know that i'll say no correct you I'm are not, not afraid, afraid to, to say, say no you are very sure of yourself and being by yourself and not hanging out yeah like, I know for a fact when not to ask you to do things because right. you will just tell me no, and I know not to Or, ask. like, I know people will be like, oh, I've never asked Sam for a ride at the airport because they'll be like, no. No. Don't ask me either. No, thank you. Unless you live in my household, yeah. take fucking Uber. Or, like, if you live, like, close by, I would. Like, if you, when you still lived on Rockney, if you would ask me, yeah. I would have taken you because it's yeah. so close. Sure. But, like, now? No. no. It's not happening. <laughs> Like, unless it's surge pricing and you can't get an Uber or something. I don't know. Right? But then yeah. you better buy me a fucking donut. I don't know what you can buy me anymore. Honestly. Sam, have you ever heard of Q-Force? Okay. I know what it is, but I have yet to see it. I fucking love this show. It's well, stupid. Love is a bit drastic. Okay. Q-Force is an animated show about gay superheroes on Netflix. Now, here's my question. Go ahead. So the main character is gay, correct? All and of, then all, all the people? No, all of them on Q-Force are uh, LGBT. It's a force of superheroes. It's not well, they're not person. superheroes. They're oh. CIA agents. But they don't say CIA. <laughs> they, they, it sounds so stupid. They call it I, IAA. Anyways, so it starts out and with. And it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. I think you would like it. Okay. So it starts out with um, Special Agent Meriwether graduating from whatever boot camp that okay. they have to get to, right? Yeah. And he takes the opportunity to give his validor- valedictorian speech to say that he's the first gay okay. valedictorian. So then they send him, like, to... <laughs> they say it's, like, at, I don't know... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Siberia in the United States. Oh, okay, good, good. So they send him to a post where nothing ever happens. Yeah. But it happens to be West Hollywood. <gasps> we ho. Exactly. Where all the boys go. Where all the gays are. Yeah. So they send this cue for and they send him out there to do this post, and then he recruits these other people. <laughs> but all this doesn't happen in the show. It's yeah. kind of, they tell you. And so there's a lesbian. Her name is Deb, I believe. And she's voiced by Wanda Sykes. She's Ugh, I love Wanda Sykes. And then... um. There's. I like that they're using LGBT casting. Mm, twink. I forget. <laughs> Let me see. Let me look these up so I don't forget. So it. they're not. So it's not like they have superhero powers. That's no. what I was thinking. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, Matt Rogers is the voice of Twink. Patty Harrison is the voice of Stat, and she's more like. I don't know any of these people. Yeah, I don't really know Harry Patty Harrison either. But she, Stat is like the brainiac, does like the hacking and stuff. Okay. And then V is the 
like the person in charge of the group, like okay. over the group, yeah. and that's Laurie Metcalf. <gasps> so good. But it's really funny. Like they, the, the Aunt Jackie? Yes. <gasps> Aunt Jackie from Roseanne. Mm-hmm. I help pick the numbers. That's my but, favorite line. But people like really got, okay, so I, re- I retweeted the trailer for it. Yeah. And people came at me hard. Really? Yeah, you like, had trolls? Yes. <gasps> they were like, we're being exploited. This is like cheap laughs. And okay, I am not highbrow at all. Right. I love a good cheap laugh. Like here's my thing is, is like, we all did cheap laughs at Roseanne for being poor white trash. Mm. No one's coming at her. Well, they did come at her eventually. Twitter didn't but I mean, exist back then. Right. True. But I, I really. Know. Will I and Grace. I mean, it's fucking hilarious. Like they go to gay bars. Like, yeah. Like the one episode. Excuse me. The one episode they, they go to a drag bar and they're like, drag queens know everything. And the drag queen is. They're just fucking. It's, it's, it's really funny. funny. Yeah. It's really. All right, I'll I consider enjoy. it. I'm and they're short. They're only half. They're like twenty five oh, minutes. Perfect. You know mm-hmm. that's my attention span. I enjoy it. All right. Okay. So what have I watched recently? Have Tell you me. ever heard of a little movie called The Voyeurs? No. Just came out. Wait, is it? Wait. Amazon Prime. Oh no. Okay. I thought it was. It's about this couple who move into an apartment, and they like their first night or whatever. They notice that they can see into the apartment across the streets like apartment oh. so they become obsessed with like watching them and they see them like have sex so then they notice like the husband's cheating on the wife <gasps> and like do they get involved do they not and at first the it's kind of like, like girl on a train kind of it's like a psychological thriller type uh. thing so at first i don't want to give too much away but at first i was kind of like this movie seems stupid like after 20 minutes you know me if i'm not hooked right away i'm not hooked mm. so i was like oh, thinking of turning it off but i kept watching Tell me. I can't even. Tell me. I can't because I don't want to give it away. Really? It's, it's that like wild, huh? spin after spin after spin after spin. And by the end of it, you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? But it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Voyeurs. It's so good. The Voyeurs. Okay. Because apparently there's a movie from like the 80s called Voyeurs. So yeah. like, not that. I was thinking, well, isn't that what that... Um, there's like a documentary about a guy who watched people in their hotel. Yes. Yeah, no, not this. But that was based on a true... That's based, it's on, based a on a true story. story. Yeah, that's what I thought you were yeah, talking about. Yeah, no, The Voyeurs. It's so good. It, they said it was supposed to be reminiscent of like a 1990s, 1980s, like kind of the psychological thriller that had like the sex involved, kind of like cruel intentions type mm. thing. But I feel like it's a little more I crazier loved than that. Cruel Me too. Me too. So many hot so people good. in that one. So yeah, it was so good. I highly, highly, highly recommend. Mm, I'll and have then, to check it out. Um, I started watching Floribama Shore. Mm. I mean, I just always recommend Floribama Shore. What a good time. We love a little trash TV. We love trash TV. Did you catch any of the Emmys? I didn't watch it at all. No? Not even a little bit. Are you a fan of award shows? Not really. Me typically not. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> I'm typically not either, if I want to use proper yeah. English. However, if I do watch them, I like the Golden Globes and I like the Emmys if I'm going to watch them because they're not as serious. Like I like the, the Academy Awards because of the musical numbers. I don't like the Academy Awards because it's too stuffy and too stodgy and I think that they put too much emphasis and they think they're too cool. Sorry. That's why I like them. That's my slight rant I there. mean, if you think about me, you just named it. <laughs> think you're too cool? <laughs> too snotty. Anyways, so the host was Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. And he was the first 
uh, black man ever to host the show. Okay, that's wild. To first, me. actually, I think he was first person of color. He was definitely the first black man, but I think he was the first person of color. That's wild to me. It could be wrong. Correct me if you feel like it. And this country's two hundred years old. <laughs> and they had this was the they had more black nominees than ever in the history of the show. That's good. But not a single actor won any of the acting roles. The <laughs> only one that won was Michaela Cole for. Um, I may destroy you, and that was a writing credit. You see that show? No. <gasps> that is good. Another half an hour show. HBO Max. Check it out. Michaela Cole. I may destroy. What you. is it it's about? Really good. She's kind of a train wreck. Okay. She's a she's an author. Okay. And um, it's just loosely based on her life. Okay. And there's some really good themes in there. Like I'll think about it. Gay rape in the one oh. scene, like actual. I mean, yeah, hetero rape too. Like right. drugs. Like there's right. a lot of good, good stuff in that. I'll but think about it. It's really good. But anyway, so that it opens with um, a tribute to Biz Marquis because he just passed away not uh, too long ago. R.I.P. Right, but you know that song. You say he's just a friend. Yeah. Oh baby, you. Yeah, I love that song. So they change the words to Oh baby, you. The TV got what I need because they're all TV and the, yeah. like it's all the different actors singing. It was really funny. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And there were two actors that were first in their categories. MJ Rodriguez, she was the first trans woman ever to be nominated for a major acting category. What was she in? Pose. Oh, okay. Never yeah. watched it, but heard it's really good. It is really good. Yeah, I heard it's really good. I'm not good. sure you would like it. I it's probably a, would hate it. Well, I think you would like the content, but I think it's just too much of a storyline for you to stick with. I just don't like, as much as I love the LGBT community, I'm not into campy things. And I feel like it's very campy. Uh, I wouldn't define it as campy. Okay. I would say it is gay. Yeah. And But it's like ballroom culture. I just don't think you could stick uh, with the storyline. It's you know all what? about I find it to be extremely rude. You're not good at sticking. No, not that you couldn't understand it. I understand. You, just, you don't like watching shows where the storyline goes through the entire season. I feel like I've watched quite a few shows like that. Mm. Get right. more girls. Grey's Anatomy. I've watched every single season. Well, then maybe you should watch it and stop being such a homophobe <laughs> and back it up your talk with sound, action. It doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Doesn't feature two white women that do nothing like Gilmore Girls. I'm out. <laughs> that was the most basic white bitch thing you've ever said to me. I really like Gilmore Girls. Really? Things I also hate RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you hear her? Do not stop listening to our podcast because of her. <laughs> she is an ally. But I do love Face Off. I'm obsessed. And Carl Clemens Hopkins. Who? I didn't know him. I I watched the show he was in, but I didn't. I wouldn't have known what by show? his name. He was in Hacks, another HBO show. How much TV do you fucking watch? Honestly, I worked from home. I've worked from home for <laughs> years. Okay, and we just lived through a fucking pandemic my where we couldn't God. leave. Oh, my throat. Did anyone from the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel win? No, Ugh. I don't think. No, it was over. I don't think it was even nominated for anything. Well, the last season just ended last year. Season yeah, four I don't starting. Think it, I don't think so. Wow. But anyway, so this guy, well, I, I apologize. I shouldn't say guy. He identifies as non-binary. Binary, he was okay. the first non-binary character to be huh. nominated. Amazing. And he wore this outfit that was modeled after the non-binary flag. And it like from the top, it looked like it was a dress. And then the bottom was in pants. And 
Like it was the different colors of it. It was really cool looking. It is cool. Yeah. And then, bless her heart, Jean Smart, one leading actress in the comedy. (gasps) You're the fucking worst. You know who Jean Smart (laughs) is? What show? From Designing Women back in the day. Oh, which one? I don't remember character's name. I don't remember character's name. She was the Southern. Well, they were all Southern. I know. I was supposed to be like, the blonde one. one. I don't know. What did she win though for now? Oh, this stupid show you're talking about. It's not stupid. (laughs) You you might actually like that one. Again, wait, are those half hours? Did you watch it? Hacks? Yeah, it was really good. What is it about? It's about about this washed up, um, like, well, she was not washed up. She's an older Las Vegas headliner and she has a comedy show. And she brings in, like, her manager says that she needs new ideas. So she brings in this younger writer. Yeah. And it's about their going back and forth. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah, it is good. I think I know what you're talking about. It's good. Anyways, have you been reading anything lately? I told you. I'll update you in a month when I finish my book. Okay, well, I read two more books. (laughs) Okay, speed reader. This is why I don't watch TV. (laughs) Um, I read the next book in the villain one about Beauty and the Beast. Oh, how was it? (sighs) Oh, she was Charlene on Designing Women. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Oh, okay, yes. I showed her picture. Yeah, she's in other things, too. Yeah, but that was her kind of bigger role. Here's the thing about the um, Beauty and the Beast one. They, like, didn't really focus a lot on his time with Belle, which didn't make sense. It was more about, like, before he met Belle and how he became the Beast, which I get. Like, him and Gaston were best friends, which, like, makes sense. Because if you think about it, like, the prince was, like, the reason why he's a Beast is because he was a dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he was, like, an overconfident womanizer or whatever. So him and Gaston were, like, best friends. And then... He turned into the Beast, and then Gaston was obsessed with Belle. So when Belle went to the castle and was with the Beast, Gaston got pissed because it was best friend. Like, it was interesting. It was cool. What do you think about the theory that all of the villains in Disney movies are gay? LGBTQ, not just gay. I believe that. Ursula, 100%. Mm -hmm. Jafar? Gay. Maleficent? Gay. Gay. Mm -hmm. Who are the other villains? Scar? Gay. Gay. Hyenas, gay. They weren't really villains. But I'm just saying, I think he was gay with them. <laughs> Gaston, gay. He sings a musical number. That musical number in the bar, so gay. Yeah, for sure. No one drinks like Gaston. Do the ding. And if like you think Gaston. about it, he could be with like any girl, but he picks the one that's never going to love him, like the mm. smart, whatever, me. Unavailable. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and she goes for the ugly beast. that was terrible (laughs) um and then okay i also read this book called the maidens now if for those of you who are psychological thriller freaks it's the same guy who wrote the silent patient let me get his name. Now, when you say you read these, can you give me a time frame? Like, how long did it take you to read one of them? Like, you read it in a Sunday afternoon? No, they would take me, like, two days to read, two or three days to read. Huh. The Maidens is, was, like, 500 pages. Jesus so, but like, Christ. Like, the, like, the villains books are very easy reads, like, 200 pages. I could read that in, like, a day. Mm. So, The Maidens was, is by Alex... <sighs> It's Greek. Michael Michaelides, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-I-D-E-S. But anyways, he wrote The Silent Patient, which was amazing. Chef's Kiss, one of the best books I've ever read. 
It's very good about like a woman. It's really good. Just read it. It's about her husband, whatever. But this one was about, it's called The Maidens. And it's about this woman who goes to back to Cambridge because her niece calls her. Her niece's parents had died. So she like raised her niece as like her daughter. And she called because her roommate had been murdered. So she went there and then she felt like compelled because she's a psychotherapist, um, like a psych- psychoanalyst, to try to like help solve the murder. And I would say through pages one to 400, it's very slow moving and not like great. One to 400? <laughs> like you're kind of hooked, but you're not like dedicated to the Get book. Get the fuck out but of here. But pages 400 to 550? I'm never reading this book. It was <laughs> So good. Like, you're into it, but it's kind of like, okay, like, I don't know. It's not it's not as good as The Silent Patient. Like, it's just like, okay, I thought it was going to be way good because everyone on TikTok was saying how good this book was. So that's why I got it. Yeah. And the ending was, like, wild. You did not see it coming at all. But you're also just kind of like, it took so long to get there. Mm. The end, you're kind of like, ugh, was it worth it? I don't know. But it was, I, I guess I would recommend the silent, 7 out of 10. What was it called? It was called The Maidens. The oh, one. okay. The Silent, Silent Patient, Patient his the first book, 9 out of 10. Got it. Recommend. I do have an update on what I did watch. What? I finished White Lotus. I powered oh, through Oh, how was it? The last two episodes are really good. Okay. It's only six episodes. Yeah. The first four are like, mm, first three are boring. First three are boring. I dedicate that myself to that. Number four is like getting there, and then five and six is when the shit goes really? down. There's a great scene with uh, a GM of the resort where he's having a drug-fueled sex <gasps> party in his office with one of the guys that works for God. him. And he gets walked in on. It is a good, like the ending? Yeah. Wild. Wild. The ending was wild. There's a scene where someone's taking a shit and you see the shit coming out of their ass. Ew. I know I it's kind of gross. Okay, no thank <laughs> you. Like, I know that's out of context and that might have turned some of you off, but what he, it's funny. That scene is funny, but it gets, it's wild. The end is wild. I don't know. We'll see. So, are you going to rewatch the remake of The Wonder Years? No, I have no desire. Did you see that there's another West Side Story? There's a remake of West Side Story coming out? Oh, really? You're not that excited no. about it? <laughs> no, but I cannot I wait so for it. so excited. You know what I can't fucking wait for? I'm the going at midnight. Stop mm-hmm. talking right now because it's coming out this week what? and I'm going at midnight. What? Dear Evan Hansen. Huh? I heard it's horrible. I heard it's like one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> like, but I'm fucking going. I'm not convinced with Ben Platt being a teenager. Okay, but like also. You're like 35. They do it all the time. I'm not convinced though. I mean, it's not convincing, but no one else could play that part. I would yes. have been pissed if they casted anyone else. They could put anyone else in that part. He made that role. So what? Move on. You're old. You look old. You know what, Jeff? Fuck off. Because you're not even a fan of Dear Evan Hansen, so you don't even know what it means to have him play that role. I have no idea what this movie is even about or anything. It's so good. And also, I'm excited to go because Cameron listens to the soundtrack 24-7 and sings in the shower, so I know he's really? pumped as me. That's yeah, he really loves funny. it. Huh. So I'm very excited for it. Huh. All right, listeners, what have you been listening? Have you, oh, wait, Jeff, have you eaten anything different? Tried anywhere new? Mm-mm. 
That's why I didn't bring it up. I made my own breakfast <laughs> sausage. You did. I did. How'd you do that? It was great. Um, I just took ground turkey and added all the spices that said in the recipe, and it came out great. Was it a local product? No, I oh. made it myself, so it was my own product. No, I know. Could you good? You could have got the ground turkey from a, a farmer. <laughs> Absolutely not. I got it from Tops Friendly Markets. Okay, just just checking. <laughs> Also, so when I was younger, my mom worked at Tops Markets my whole life, and she used to get so mad because you know their motto is like Tops Friendly Markets or Tops, Tops never, never stops saving, saving you more. more. I would always say Tops never mops. Look at their floor, oh, and good she would one. get so mad. At there me. was a we used to say one too. <laughs> it's such a good rhyme. There was another one. Shit, we used to say something too. Yeah, my mom. Tops is a local grocery store for our international listeners, or for anyone outside of the Western New York area. Fair. <laughs> all right friends well let us know what you're eating what you're watching what you're reading send us a recommendation or two hopefully by i just checked out two new books from the library i have to pick them up from the school library i forget the names of them so don't ask me and um, one is them one of them is called and in the end they both die so we'll see how that goes oh good one and then i'm probably gonna try to read one of the other villain books because there's seven books in the series maybe you should read the bible this weekend you heathen where did that come from i don't know <laughs> i've tried to read the bible so many times it's boring it's so boring i also tried to read it as a novel that wasn't that bad <laughs> <laughs> However, another good book to re- to recommend is if you're really into reading about like looking at different aspects of religion, it's called Imaginary Jesuses. It's so good. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah. That's all I have. Until next time. Bye. Bye.